0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Value Line Observer, brought to you by The Value Guys. I'm Vern Value. And I'm Value. And we're 20 year Wall Street veterans that have taken on secret identities, adopted disguises, changed our voices. Well, so that we can stay employed while we continue to bring you too much information. You know, completely free um, as it is uh, and unfiltered views on stocks every week. Uh, we get together every week and unvarnished uh, too, Vern. Unvarnished. That's your favorite term. Did you mention that one? No, I didn't. That's your favorite term. I like to leave that to you you. on alternate weeks when you're doing the introduction. Appreciate that. Uh, Every week we get together and look for ideas in that week's Value Line Investment Survey. Uh, This week's issue, a lot of manufacturing. There's actually the uh, brokerage industries in it, um, little e-commerce, and funeral Products and services where oh, I'm—I actually great. found a name that I'm going to talk about. Um, but before we uh, we get on to that, uh, we want to remind you that this is for entertainment purposes entertainment only. Purposes only, and uh, we may own all the stocks that we're talking about, or have other conflicts of interest. Uh, just assume the worst of own, us.
1: Yeah, we could own half of. Just the figure
0: we have an agenda, okay? Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. But our lawyers um,
1: just say we have to. Uh, you know, but
0: you'll this, get you stuff. get an inside seat on the way uh, Wall Street uh, professionals. Well, look at least at us, and we're it's after work. Well, we're you know maybe, maybe the only Wall Street professionals are listeners. Adult beverages. No, but, uh, you know. to learn more about us, please visit our website www.thevalueguys.com. In the second half of the show, I'm going to come back and talk about, uh, well, I've got, a, a, uh, I've got an Obama stimulus idea. Oh, my God. And, uh, but, and I also have a, well, I'm going to call this a global growth idea because I'd like to point out to everybody that if, if we're having a globally synchronous downturn that's producing the worst economic recession on a global basis since the Second World War. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Then why wouldn't we have a globally synchronous recovery hmm. or at least something pretty close to that uh, or at least get the market too anticipated at some point? I don't know.
1: Would we? Is that possible? Th- <laughs> I That's know it's impossible. a radical thought. It's
0: a radical thought. But it's, uh, it's going to be my thesis for one of my stocks. Wow. Uh, but uh, first, I'm going to turn the show over to uh, my astounded colleague, astounded. Val Hughes. <laughs> what am I astounded by? Val Hughes.
1: What am yeah. I I do get it. Uh, uh, well, you just seem surprised. Right? Well, I don't know what I'm astounded by. I have to say, I want to make a couple of personal caveats. I know we have the entertainment personal purposes caveats. only thing. You have going. caveats that I, don't I have? I have personal caveats wow. that have not been uh, lawyer endorsed. They're just, for me personally, one cuff. is... off the One I, is, I don't I'm,
0: necessarily ascribe just, to these caveats until well, I've heard I, what they no are. no one's
1: expecting you to. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm very sleepy. I'm very sleepy, and, you know, uh, we do this show as a courtesy to our families. This is how they get to know us, by listening to this, because they don't actually see us really that much, uh, although They're the weekend's w- come up.
0: one Sunday a month. Yeah,
1: no, we get, we get back occasionally to the house. And then um, in addition to that, I... Uh, you know, I'm just a little, you know, the markets, come on, we're value guys, we're beat up. You know, my good days are when I'm not down as much as the index. It's just we're being pummeled. And uh, the banking industry being insolvent? What's going on? Here's my thesis, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to boil this down for you. Uh, the banking industry is about trust. That's why they, many of them use that word in the names because they're just trying to let you Isn't know. That why? Yeah, trust. So trust. So they need to keep, you know, some assurance that they're trust. not going to lose the money. That's the key to being a bank. When someone comes in and says, where's my money, you want to say, sir, it's right, right here. here. Exactly. Now, what's happened is that due to the loosening of credit standards by Freddie and Fannie, Uh, May, the government-backed organization that endorsed mortgages of unworthy...
0: Borrowers. Well, it was discriminatory oh. to discriminate well, against people who had no money.
1: Yeah, you can't discriminate against people with no money, so you've <laughs> got to give them money, and then guess what? They don't pay it back. So what we're seeing right now, for those of you that don't look at this that carefully, uh, the banks have not yet actually lost the money. These are 30-year mortgages, and maybe some of those 30 years of payments will ultimately get paid. I, most people I know are happy to live in their houses. Sell the c- property. But you know they're forcing banks who have these securities on their balance sheets to mark them to the level, the value that they think they could sell them at. And you have three guys in a room going, "Hey Joe, what do you think you could frickin' sell this for?" No one will take my call. And uh, they go,
0: can be very I don't much." Know. Yeah, I don't
1: know. i obviously. So you just price it on yield. So you're like, "Well, gosh, in this market, you'd price this at a 25% yield." So that crushes the value. You got to write it down. That's why you're showing losses. They're unrealized, but still they could be real if things don't
0: get better. Well, if the the institution has to be liquidated, a la Lehman,
1: this is the problem with allowing Lehman to go under. A lot of this is regulatory. If the regulators come in and say, we've just noticed that your tier one capital ratios are too low, you can't lend anymore. So, you know, we've got an administration in here that's got a big plan brewing. And let's hope it has something to do with create one big bank. This is Ackman's idea, the activist, and I, I think he's no, on to something. Mr. Geithner is very imaginative. Well, let's see this. You need one bank. It's called the Black Hole Bank.
0: Hey, you're going to run out of time I'm to just, do stocks. I'm just
1: checking. The people need to know about okay. this. I'll All have right. a few stock okay. ideas, okay. but believe me, there's time on those. You need one big bank. It buys up all the bad assets at all the banks at book value otherwise you'll have a nationalized banking industry and no done one this wants before. that you buy them all up the banks get on to lending money that is if anyone wants to borrow any no one's asking that question and we can get down the road but oh my god you know right now the markets are just so unbelievably volatile because of this issue what's going to happen to the banking industry and what's going to happen to regulation. Those are some of the issues. So it's an interesting time to buy stocks. There's so much we don't know. So I'll get back to the theme of, you know, needs, not wants. We know people are going to be doing that. Uh, Let me get to a couple ideas this week. Just like every week, somewhere in here in this morass, I'm going to have three value ideas, and I'm going to give you page numbers so you can follow along. First up, Ingersoll Rand, page
0: 1348,
1: I wish I'd had a time to do a little more work this week, so I'm just going to be doing drive-bys on a lot of these. Ingersoll Rand is a company. My theme is global infrastructure. That's a broad theme. I know we're in this recession. Recessions end. And when things are eight times earnings, even if you earn zero for four years, if this thing sells at 20 times earnings in the next 10 years, it's a good deal uh... they have a very strong balance sheet so they can weather this they're putting up cash flows around four dollars a share gross the stocks at eighteen they've got a buck a share in capex so you've got some kind of free cash flow number around three dollars and again no one has an order yet for two thousand nine okay, so we don't so know how it's going to turn $3, out what's a good multiple Well, uh, you know, Treasury's at 3%, so that's a 33 multiple on the riskless (laughs) Treasury that doesn't grow. So I'm going to suggest to you, ladies and gentlemen, that if we all marshaled our money, bought this company, right now we'd have to buy all the stock, and we'd have to pay $5.8 billion for that. And then we'd have to buy up all the debt, and we'd pay $5 billion for that. And then we'd offset that with $700 million in cash. That would be about $11 billion that we've just put out. But we would get, okay? What would get, we get? We'd get a 13% operating margin on, you know, $15 billion in sales. And that's somewhere around, uh, what, $2 billion dollars or so. Those are big numbers. So that's a five-and-a-half multiple. If I flip that over, one over five-and-a-half, what's that multiple? It's around 18%. So at a time when you can buy treasuries at 3%, 3 3.5%, you could buy this company at 18%. Now granted, you got to leave some room in there for uncertainty and a couple of years of getting zero money. And it appears we may be in one. But ultimately, uh, this is a big infrastructure play. What do they do? Climate control, air conditioning. And I'll tell you, the people with a lot of money, they need air Mm. conditioning. Uh, this company speaking. bought train, is
0: not it? When they American train, Standard got broken and up, and
1: one of the hallmarks of an advanced civilization is air conditioning. I mean, you could argue that Mr. Train allowed Houston to be a city or Florida, and so you know the places with money. It's almost a hedge on oil prices. If oil prices are high, the Mid East needs air conditioning. If they're not, they're selling air conditioning to the Chinese and the Indians. Uh, these guys are worldwide players, and they're selling at five and a half times earnings. Good balance sheet. You know, I could read you what Value Line writes here about times are tough and we don't know about next quarter. But over 20 years, they're putting up very respectable returns on capital, which tells me they're a player. They're making low-cost product, high-quality product. They're pricing it right. They've got a professional sales force, all those kinds of things. And right now, you can get a 4% yield, which beats Treasuries by 100 basis points. So Ingersoll Rand, IR, page 1348. And now a stock that Vern accuses me of being, I think, obsessed with, <laughs> Crane Company. You talk about Ticker, it every 13 weeks. I do not weeks. talk about it every couple of weeks, although I do occasionally talk about What am I attracted to at Crane? I don't know. Well, right now, number one valuation, it's uh, four to five times EBIT. They, That's a 20% return on Don't they on make capital. toilets? I'm just trying Urinals. to talk about the financial returns okay. right now, Vern. Okay. So then you say, great. What do they do? They do make toilets. They do indeed make toilets. But they make Until a lot of other stuff. Tell somebody figures
0: out a better way than to make listen, a handcrafted what, ceramic. Listen,
1: that's not all they do. Fixture. They distribute construction products, aerospace products, defense. Uh, they do industrial pumps, valves. And fluid control, okay. So, and they're going to be very tied fluid into control. construction, but they're also going to have a replacement market, a retrofit market. And if it is what you say, Vern, people don't want that kind of stuff going bad. When you look back over twenty years, their returns on capital. Yeah, but are- they
0: make countertops that Listen, are like perfect dumb- replicas who cares? of fake granite. You, they can't make a urinal cares? out who of Who Cares
1: who cares? Here's what I'm telling you, Vern. These guys are putting up teens' returns on capital. That's what's key. It doesn't now. matter what they do. They okay. always have. All Whatever right. it is they're doing it, they're doing You're it right. well. You're right. It's a great idea. They're doing it well. I apologize. They're do- Listen, my friend, I'm just trying to get through this idea. They're putting up good returns. They're trading at 7.5 times earnings. If you want to debate this, my friend, uh, please do. I mean, it's oh, no. 7.5 times earnings. Great returns on capital. They lever it a little bit. They put up mid teens returns on equity going back 20 years. They've got the brands that people want. Uh, according to Value Line, expectations have been tempered. Okay. Uh, Management is, uh, you know, they're in a weak economic time. I mean, this is – wake up. Everyone's in a weak economic Mm -hmm. time. But these guys are long-time, strong competitors in a niche that should have a replacement part component. And when we get back to new construction, they're going to be involved, five times EBITDA crane. And also, I want to say, here's what I'm very much attracted to, 4.6% yield. And, uh, you know, I didn't actually look up current – Are they earning Mm -hmm. their dividend? Uh, you know, Vern, that seems like a uh,
0: – A really uh, important
1: technical well, question. of course they are. They've got an 80-cent dividend – they're earning 2 bucks a share, according to Value line. Okay. So it's very well covered. And their debt structure, 30% debt to cap. But because of their high returns on capital, they're covered 13 times, even on earnings that are down 40% so from they, the peak. If they
0: manage the business well, they'll be positive free cash flow, Listen, even if in they a bad just
1: survive, they're going to gain share because <laughs> people are going out of business left True. and right. They're not uh, crane CR. And then finally... A very controversial name. <laughs> There's a word we always In like to hear every week out of controversial times. Oh, yeah. Listen, I get the email now. Finally. Goldman Sachs, ticker GS, page 1425. And I've also pulled out Morgan Stanley. I've got, you know, buddies at both firms. These are both great firms. I think you could buy a basket of both of these. The contrast is a couple. One is... Uh, Goldman Sachs has, uh, you know, ex-employees running the government. And I think at a time when you're about to nationalize the banks, and Goldman Sachs is a bank now, they've got the federal charter in record time, et cetera, you have to think about Goldman Sachs as a national utility it's like the National Archives now or the Smithsonian. I mean, it's Goldman Sachs. It's nationalized. Its executives are running the Treasury. Warren Buffett so a piece of it, that too. means they're not going bankrupt. They never will. They're trading at 70% of book. So if you're a national treasurer, it's embarrassing to be below book. This thing's going to be engineered to be trading at book. There could be more write-downs, what have you. It's trading at nine times earnings. It puts up a two percent yield. Uh, the balance sheet on all these brokers is scary because while book value is, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, one hundred and twenty dollars a share, they have like a thousand dollars a share in assets, a trillion one in assets, and a trillion oh three in debt and the difference is the equity so if they made a little mistake on the equity valuations here you know their book value could go away that's why I come back to they're a government institution now Uh, they've got the right to gather deposits I imagine they're going to be doing that they're going to add a lot of assets in the near term um, and they're going to start to increase their payout to raise their yield. they got a 2.5% yield. That's going to go towards 6 7% in my opinion, like a utility. And I think this is a no-brainer, Goldman Sachs. I just quickly contrast it with Morgan Stanley. Also, a sort of a national treasure, not quite in the same way they 've got a bigger retail organization which might be safer in a they time just combined when people it with need, cities did well they? well yeah it 's got it 's a lot bigger it 's a lot bigger and it 's retail, which might be a little safer it 's a six percent yield, everything else looks roughly the same in terms of valuation. I might buy a basket of both Goldman Sachs and Morgan Stanley, uh, although I do like Goldman a little better, I think it 's hard to distinguish between them so I'm going to recommend Goldman Sachs, page fourteen twenty-five. And with that, and uh, oh, a lot of ado because Vern gave me a ride this week, I'd like to introduce Vern
0: Value. Hey, Vern. thanks. Sure, here you go. I'm trying to get my Let's page numbers break. here. Beverage break. Oh, you sorry. You don't do page numbers. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm going to do you're page not, numbers no, you're this not, week. You don't. them? Do. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm determined. Cool. I'm, right, I'm getting whatever. passionate about it. Okay, great. So I'm going to. I promised you a. Actually, it turns out I decided not to do the funeral idea I had. Oh. How depressing! Lines. So we have nothing in funeral services. So false advertising. Oh. Um, well, boy, I'm going to get email. I, but I on do that. have, but I do have uh, this Obama stimulus stock that I want to talk about. Uh, Valmont Industries VMI, not to be confused with the uh, educational institution. Valmont, according to Value Line's description, global leader in designing and manufacturing poles, towers, and structures. Basically, they make, I mean, you make big, giant stuff out of big aluminum poles, I think. Aluminum and steel, I'm not quite sure which is, you know, more, maybe both. Uh, for lighting, so uh, um, highway lights, you know. Yeah, highway big, lights, yeah. yeah. wireless communication and utility. Uh, now, they also have a business that makes irrigation equipment, which is basically a bunch of this you know, steel or aluminum tubing hooked together with some, you pump water through it and spray it all over the field. Um, and they have a business involved in metal coating which they probably need to do to all this different stuff to keep it from corroding because it's all used outside. So it's a neat little business. With uh, what a billion and a half revenue in '07, a billion nine in '08, according to Value Line. They used to do uh,
1: ag uh, irrigation. Yeah, ag and irrigation, yeah. right? That but I, that's that? a smaller
0: okay. piece of the business. Oh. Okay. The larger piece is this poll business, and I think you know, I, I mean, even if you're just casually keeping track of the news, uh, the uh, the Obama administration's you know big 800-plus million dollar um, stimulus package is going to include some money that would be used for uh, investment in tran- electrical transmission assets, and there would be some proportion of money that would go towards new highway structures. And I think, actually, in, in, when you look at a list of shovel-ready, as they've been saying, shovel ready. you get a lot of bridge work. In, in any event, um, more urban than rural, okay, and more likely to be lit, and you're going to need more poles. And uh, this stock is down 50% from its highs of '08, peaked around 120 dollars uh closed today around a little between forty nine and fifty bucks, so call it fifty. Um down more than fifty percent actually, isn't it? Uh, here it's probably seven to ten times cash flow. Value line's estimating it was six seventy and oh eight. They're saying north of seven and oh nine. Now I, I don't know, you know sometimes I you know there's gonna be downside risk in a in a weakening economy. Let's just say yeah, put it that knows? way. But oh, yeah. even if they're only going to do five bucks it's a $50 stock, okay? So, like I say, seven to ten times. Uh, there are CapEx requirements, but not, given, given the uh, kind of cash flow they can generate, uh, not terribly onerous. They eat up, like, uh, looks like about a, a third or less of... Uh, operating cash flow, if ag um, were better, I would like this more well, well and that 's a consideration bigger, and I have to oh bigger. sure, and that may have a lot to do with why it 's down as much as it is, but i 'm going to give you a second angle uh, with the economy weakening so much, especially in manufacturing. Um, steel and aluminum and other raw material producers have been cutting back on capacity i mean they 've been shuttering capacity I should say they 're laying people off shutting down capacity in an effort to support pricing in a much weaker demand environment. I think you know we 're talking about you know production maybe being down t- in tonnage terms like a third or something like that. Um, very difficult to hold pricing in that kind of an environment a growing A a customer that would have growing requirements for that kind of material in that kind of an environment might be able to command very attractive pricing. So I I wonder if there isn't an interesting opportunity here to arbitrage a little bit stronger than average demand because of the stimulus programs and your exposure to it with a little bit better pricing on raw materials. And uh, maybe you've got an opportunity to hold operating profitability at these uh, recently very attractive levels, like around fourteen <laughs> percent um, so that's uh, that 's the basic idea um, enterprise value a billion and a half of uh, actually it 's not a billion and a half with the stock down uh, b- compared with what they calculate. so call it a billion four got about three hundred million dollars of debt, so a billion seven, about three hundred million of what value line calls operating I- uh, income, which is really we think EBITDA. Uh, so you're under six times, very attractive for something that uh, should have a really good opportunity to outgrow almost everything else. One disappointment here I would want to know more about, you might want to check into, where they recently bought a U.K.-based manufacturer of light poles. And if you haven't uh, been keeping up with the U.K. economy, it's vaporizing worse than any other economy in the developed world. Uh, next idea. Great. That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just our optimistic Why is that, Vern? comment for the day. Why is that? Uh, I guess they've been uh, living further beyond their means than anyone else. And even we have? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. I think so. I
1: guess that's where we get it from then. Um,
0: they also had a lot of exposure to, uh, because of the uh, greater interconnectedness of uh, European economies, uh, they had more exposure to the bottom of the barrel, particularly Iceland.
1: If only they had taken on the euro. Um, you
0: know that's, and, uh, In this, it might be a situation where it could have helped a little them. bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're uh I understand their foreign uh their foreign currency reserves are uh shrinking rapidly. No, uh their the, the economy is shrinking it. more rapidly than anywhere else. Home values are down tremendously. they've got real problems. Really about the only thing we should go there. Uh the support. world's gonna go there for the Olympics, so they're Thank gonna get a little goodness. bit of help that way, but uh uh they won't be what the chinese you know, no one's gonna spend what the Chinese spent. Uh, I, I wanna move right along here to the next idea. Okay, and, and thank sure, you for those for those listeners that have been sticking with us this long. Just a special thank you at this point. Uh, next idea, <laughs> Griff, Griffin Corporation. Send in your names, and we'll send you. Have a Have you ever heard of this card. company? Yes, GFF is I've the symbol. Recommended it at prices. Quite this a is on bit page thirteen eighty nine, by the way. Valmont on fourteen oh six. Griffin uh, is must be a big player in garage doors because they did a billion six of revenue in two thousand seven. And Garage Doors is a third of the company, so they got a a half-a-billion-dollar garage door business. Um, They're in electronic information and communication systems. I have no idea what that is. Uh, It's 30% of revenue, two-thirds of earnings. Hmm. So pretty important you'd want to check into that. Um, And specialty plastic films, like a third of revenue and earnings. And I don't know exactly what that is either. You know, okay. it seems to me you could have been a little more prepared. This well, week for, you know, I we try not to do much doing? work. What do you guys do? Not just reading. Anyway? What's the, value the mood are.
1: over in the office these days? Well, that's what I want to know. You know, we're, doing a, lot of, we're doing? doing
0: a lot of carpet bowling in the hallways. Frisbees, that's what of are You, and, yeah. Frisbees, uh, of thing? you know, I mean, we did the frisbee thing. What are the in bankers the doing?
1: They got to just be bored out of bankers? their freaking minds? I,
0: I don't, we don't see them much. You know, anymore. they're just out of business. I think they just, if you stay away, they can't get rid of you. You know, just never go back to the home office.
1: I had a client in today.
0: Um, and what I like about this story, Griffin Corp. Oh yeah,
1: Griffin. Sorry. Okay,
0: is that the garage door business is down to like zero earnings? Okay, so when I look at the valuation, and I have about uh, I have about five hundred million of market cap. I've got a little bit of net cash. Okay, um, so my enterprise value compared with I, I mean even a, you know a week. You know, compared to even below, let's use numbers below Value Line's estimate. The biggest multiple I'd come up with is maybe nine times, which, as my colleague l- likes to point out, you can invert and turn into an 11% yield. But Value Line's forecasting something much closer to 100 million of EBITDA, about a five times multiple or a 20 percent yield opportunity and all of this on the earnings with none from the garage door business which is a third third of the company now I don't know a lot about the garage door business but it strikes me that you would have two sources of demand I need a new garage door because the one I have is broken or I have a new garage and I need a door to put on it Hmm. now the construction piece is probably just dead and that's why they're not making any money even though it's a big piece of their sales and just think how much upside there might be there, because you're not selling garage doors to hospitals, really. I think it's all pretty much residential. Uh, so you, you, if you're, ex- if you can accept the multiple you're paying for the earnings from the rest of the business, then I really, I get this other piece for free. And when it comes back, it could be. Well-
1: if people continue to use garage doors,
0: and and they look, you know, they're pretty liquid. They have over three hundred million of cash. Their debt is uh, two hundred and thirty million. Um, no indication that it's uh, due immediately. They just raised a bunch of uh, they just raised a bunch of equity actually uh, to help bolster the balance sheet. I use machine. a lot of public transportation um, personally. Their earnings power here would tell you that right now the stock price around nine times is about three times earnings power. Okay, it's about 10 times cash flow now, but I'm sorry, uh, it's not, it's about three times cash flow potential. So, Griffin, this looks really cheap. You know, it looks like it bottomed around six, it's nine now. If you think you're going to see, you know, a lot of bad news about the economy, do they uh, sell to builders? Oh, of course. How's that going? Badly. (laughs) Thank you. That's my thesis. Okay. Right? We're buying it when the news is worst. Right? Yeah. I mean, housing well, down Well, until and un- it gets worse. Well, yeah. I, we, we Of course we could be early. We're value I think guys. we're a little early. But okay.
1: it will get better. Last
0: name. I'm down to about a minute here. Uh, Agco Corp. AG. I like this because it's a pure play. Any, there aren't many uh, companies with uh, exposure to global uh, farm products markets. Uh, That you can buy for this kind of a multiple at under 20 bucks. This is about five times what Value Line thinks they earned in 2008. Now maybe that was a peak, but even if you're going to cut that in half, you're talking about on cash flow basis ten times a trough number of two dollars. This one, this is really cheap. The stock price is back to levels you last saw in 02 or 04. When I mean in one case, you go all the way back to 02. The stock traded. Uh, a uh, north of twenty dollars, and they were less than half the size they are today. Okay, a lot of room here to be wrong in the valuation. A big international component. The knock on AGCO historically is they're not so much North America. They're the rest of the world. The rest of the world is more volatile. Right now, uh, one of their competitors reported this past week and said international uh, credit is a big problem. So there's going to be a lot of bad uh, news flow here. But this stock is down 70% from its highs. A lot of bad news in it. I've got an enterprise value that's roughly equal to the uh, equity market cap because they have a lot of cash on their balance sheet. I get an enterprise value of 2200000000 billion. got about a half a billion of EBITDA, okay, if value line's too optimistic. I'm haircutting the estimate, and I'm at, what, five times or something like that. So AGCO AG, take a look at it. Glad to be with you this week.
1: Favorite idea for me, Griffin. Uh, My favorite this week, I think, Ingersoll Rand. Got to go with it. See ya.